Welcome to The District, a podcast about politics and culture by The Spectator World. I'm your host, Amber Athey. I'm the Washington editor for The Spectator, and I'm joined by Congressman Tim Hulskamp. Congressman, we've just seen these new documents that show that the FBI was apparently using undercover agents to infiltrate Catholic churches and and keep tabs on what the members were doing. I I mean, I have to ask just from the get-go, what do you think they were hoping to find exactly? Well, we're still trying to figure this out. In a way, it's it might be stunning to, to think about that. But the fact is, this began to be revealed about a month ago when the Richmond memo was leaked that outlined the, the, the strategy they had and to violate, uh, I believe, uh, Americans' constitutional rights and, and somehow, you know, during the middle of a Catholic mass, find out who there was a domestic terrorist and a threat to the Republic. And so this actually is stunning about how far the FBI is going to violate the Constitution and, and target, uh, in this case, church-attending Catholics. And this isn't the first time that we have heard of federal agents doing this kind of thing. I mean, previously, there were reports that in memos, the FBI was referring to traditionalist Catholics who attend the Latin Mass as potential domestic terrorists or people who might be radicalized. Why the particular focus do you think on the Catholic Church and particularly traditional lanes of of that faith? Well, if you look at the Biden administration uh, and led by, obviously, the, the president, who is a self-identified Catholic, I, I think. A devout uh, one, apparently. Well, self-identified devout Catholic, let's let's put it that way. But his views and his efforts have uh, you know trampled on religious liberty, have attacked uh, uh, the unborn, attacked traditional marriage, go down the long list of non-negotiables for Catholics. And Joe Biden isn't even close, even in the same ballpark. So you have that going on. And this looks like it started in this current administration. And the FBI has attempted to suggest this was just a one-off of a, of a rogue agent in Richmond, Virginia, which again, is only 90 miles, but it's closely tied to the headquarters. And what we're seeing is we do not believe he's lost his job. We do not believe he's been uh, you know, disciplined for, for doing this. And so we think it's much broader than one rogue agent. We think it goes deep into the FBI headquarters. It goes deep into this administration. And they're targeting not, not just Catholics. I think that the typical model of this approach is let's, let's find a quote-unquote sect that we can target, identify, and and pull them off from from the herd. We'll take them down. But if you look at their other efforts, you know, they've been targeting other Christian churches previously, have had agents in them. They've been targeting Muslims for for years, Mm -hmm. supposedly for intelligence gathering. And But it it is just horrifying that our own FBI would go after folks that are worshiping (laughs) during worship. And we've been hearing reports, we can't confirm them, of others are worried that in their congregation that there might be an FBI agent in there looking over their shoulders. And that's the chilling impact when you have a federal government agency. And they're not just gathering intel. These folks have have guns. They have the ability to charge uh, with, with crimes. Mm-hmm. And this is a long cry from decades ago when Herbert Hoover actually turned to Catholic bishops and said, hey, how, how, did, how can you help us find Nazi sympathizers and, and communists uh, across the country? And, and the church was willing to uh, assist in that. And now the church is being targeted for, frankly, just worshiping. And that is un-American, unbelievably unconstitutional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's obviously First Amendment issues at play here with the freedom of religion. My other concern would be 
that the FBI has a track record of not just infiltrating certain groups for information, but also then attempting to radicalize the members. I mean, this is something we saw, for example, in the case of the planned kidnapping of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. I mean, there's a possibility, I think, that these FBI agents, I assume there's probably more than one, were maybe trying to cajole Catholics into doing something bad. Well, that certainly could be the case. And Kyle Serafin, the agent, that former agent that uh, first leaked this and and brought it to America's attention, I suggest uh, this is uh, deeper and broader than we ever feared uh, what they were attempting to do. And again, I mean, traditional Catholics, uh, myself included, frankly, uh, we don't agree with uh, the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. And but it, it, I think it's no coincidence that this started under the Biden administration was not going on before that that we know of. And again, one thing now again, this is not one rogue agent. I mean, the man in question, we do not we believe he still has his job. We don't believe he's disciplined, and it was approved up and down the line. This is so out of character and out of the the required channels and required uh, procedures of the FBI that that this could not have been approved and and been a a, a memo that would impact the FBI across the country unless uh, the higher-ups in uh, Washington, D.C. knew about it, which which raises the question, here you have an attorney general before a committee, and he said it kind of both ways, but he did specifically say, no, we don't have agents in Catholic churches, and then Jim Jordan and the Judiciary Committee released a memo earlier this week says, well, indeed you do. So did you not know about it, Mr. Mr. Garland, or did you lie about it? I think it's probably the latter. So I think this is deep, and I think uh, uh, perhaps even worse than the activity itself of using church attendees as a, a cover to, to target. And then you have the administration covering up the fact, and that's why we submitted our Freedom of Information request that, by the way, the request included the FBI Richmond memo, everything related to that. The clock is ticking on the FBI. And so far, they've ignored that request. And uh, so they have until April 19th to get back to us under the law. And uh, Catholic Boat, uh, which I work for, uh, we're, we're, we're prepared to sue if they're not going to reveal what is going on in this mess. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Are there also conversations happening in Congress about potentially bringing some of these people in for a hearing? There is, uh, there is going on in the Judiciary Committee with, uh, with Congressman Jim Jordan. I, I served with him. I'm no longer a member of Congress, but I served with Jim for, right. for many years. And they are requesting, uh, folks that uh, have any evidence to, uh, work with them. And uh, there'll be, there will be a hearing. We're talking about the single largest denomination in America and being targeted by the FBI for one reason. They actually practice their faith, and, they, and that's apparently a no-no in Joe Biden's America. So, yeah, I, I expect and hope there will be multiple hearings on, on the issue to find out what happened again. But, it, again, it's not just one rogue agent. That's what the FBI, FBI is trying to tell us uh, through through the media, and, and it is deeper and broader and, and more chilling than, than we've ever feared. And we can also see the way that there's a different standard of justice for Christians and pro-life people compared to people who actually attack those groups. I mean, two recent examples, the Biden DOJ was seeking 11 years for a father who defended his son from a pro-choice activist outside of an abortion clinic while recommending no jail time for a transgender individual who did hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. 
at a Catholic church. So it's it's not just the infiltration, it seems, but also the way that they've decided to prosecute and and go after certain cases. Well, I think it sends a, a clear message. If you want to attack and destroy Catholic churches and pro-life pregnancy centers under the Biden administration, they're going to look the other way. I mean, actually, at Catholic vote, we have a violence tracker. And since May of 2020, there have been close to 350 attacks on Catholic churches and, and pro-life centers. And and they continue. And we demanded responses. You know, finally, they've arrested a couple folks. But I mean, these people actually, Amber, actually signed their name. <laughs> James Rubin, they sign their work. You know, wow. and Garland says, well, you know what? They do that at night, so we can't catch them. But the pro-lifers show up in, in, in the light of day. And, I mean, he made the light of that. But that's a clear message to the left that go ahead, we'll look the other way as you destroy statues, as you go in and tear down altars, as you try to burn churches down, as you firebomb, you know, pregnancy care centers and they attack them verbally as, as well. So, but yeah, it's clear. There's a different standard of justice. Actually, there's, there really is almost no justice if you're going after a Catholic church. They're just holding back. And that provides a really strong, clear message to the left that it's okay. Meanwhile, because you know what? They are a threat to the Republic. Anybody who attends either a Catholic church or actually practices their faith, that's seen by the FBI apparently as a, as a clear threat to America. And that is so counter to where uh, most Americans are at. And it's certainly directly counter to the to our rights in the U.S. Constitution. I also wanted to ask you about this case involving Walter Reed Hospital. I'm actually not super familiar with the details yet, so it, hopefully you know more about it than I do. But it seems to me that Walter Reed has dropped a contract with a group of Catholic friars who were providing religious services and and sacraments to veterans who were staying at the hospital. Um, Can you tell us a bit more about this case? Yeah, this came out during Holy Week. And and for your listeners, uh, Holy Week is the holiest time of the year for Christians. And, and during that Holy Week, where there are multiple services, many Catholics attend and, and, and Protestants attend as well, they, they refuse to allow Catholic priests to come in there and, and serve our veterans. And it, it was shocking. They, they, they pulled the contract, refused to renew it. And, and that happened during, during Holy Week. But to note, this happened 10 years ago as well, during the last Democrat administration under Barack Obama. When I was in Congress, we were fighting that as well. They were pulling contracts. And last I saw, nearly 40% of those who served in the military are Catholic. And it's always very difficult to find enough priests to serve them. Here you have a contract, friars right there that want to serve our veterans. And during Holy Week, the administration says, no, you won't have access. And and again, that is uh, something we're learning more and more about. They're, they're backpedaling on that, saying, well, you know, it was a, a bureaucratic issue and a contractual issue. And uh, But you know what? Access to the sacraments, access to the Eucharist during Holy Week, I mean, that's not up for debate and for contract. And there were plenty of priests that wanted to go in there, but they were prohibited, as we understand, to actually go in and and. and serve our veterans. And that's shocking and shameful. The incident itself, but the, the cover up and the, the backpedaling and from this administration, Biden administration is the same thing Obama was doing. They are hostile to men and women of faith, particularly those in uniform. And uh, when you're serving in the military, I mean, you're 
relying on on the government to provide access to men and women who could serve you as ministers. And here they, they pulled the plug on veterans at the holiest week of the year. There is just no excuse for that. And they, they had to know that. If they didn't know that, they're, they're, they're either tone deaf or, or certainly definitely hostile in the military as well. Right. What do you think is the underlying reason that they are so hostile to people of faith? I think uh, they, they've certainly gone woke, to, to use the latest term, and uh, you know, their idea of tolerance is now is we will not tolerate anybody who, who suggests that the government's not supreme. So I think it's really a worldview issue mm-hmm. that uh, here we have Catholics and other Christians that say, hey, there is a higher power, we call it, call him God. And here we have the government says, no, you, you must bow to the government first. I think it's as fundamental as that. And most Americans listen and say, well, that can't be. Well, tell the veterans that, that couldn't get to mass at Walter Reed. Tell them about these men and women in, in uniform overseas that have difficulties finding access to a minister of any type. Tell us to uh, Catholics in America that go in the mass every day, every every day, and 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 Sundays and looking over the soldiers' shoulders and well, gee, I haven't seen that guy before. Is he an FBI agent come to, to spy on us? And uh, that again is wholly un-American, and it's been tolerated occasionally through history, but eventually. America's Santos is enough. It's enough. Faith and religion is what holds our country together. But according to this administration, that's what's tearing us apart. And that's so far from the truth. And, and I do not find, believe it'll be acceptable to Americans, even those who don't attend church. But the idea that the First Amendment, freedom practice, religion has to go through the FBI is, is an affront to all Americans. Absolutely. We're speaking to former congressman from Kansas, Tim Hulescamp. He's an advisor to Catholic Vote. We appreciate you so much coming on the program. And we'll have to have you back when you hear on that FOIA request of the Richmond Bureau, because uh, I know our, our listeners will be really hoping for an update on that. So thanks again for joining the district. Thank you. And I appreciate that. Love to love to be back on. Uh, this isn't going away. It's like the FBI isn't going away. And their theme that uh, faith is, uh, is in a an assault on America will not stop. These folks will stop at nothing, I believe, to uh, attack men and women of faith. So appreciate the time, Amber. We'll love to join you again later. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The District. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe to our channel. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. To read more content on similar topics, visit thespectator.com.